listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. This is episode eight. I'm JD. What's up, you stanky bitches? I am Jason. <laughs> coming in for another one. We appreciate you coming back. Yeah, man. We're here recording in the Murder Palace. It's late at night on a shifty, shady <laughs> Dude. evening. What a better night to come walking in like these weird, dark, ominous clouds were hovering above the murder palace. And I was like, there is some zombie shit That's going right. down tonight. The last time Josh was here, after he, we, were, we recorded and he was leaving, he was like, yeah, uh, it's super classy. There's people fucking in the truck next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and there were. It happens oh, all the time. <laughs> Dude, that's so amazing. Oh, really? oh, so if you stumbled upon us or if you're a... Uh, Subscriber to our iTunes feed, we appreciate it. It's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's been a minute. No, man. So dude, it's a good story. I, Do we want to tell the story? I couldn't be more honored to be on this famed podcast that has been disappeared into the podcastosphere <laughs> for for months. People months. have wondered. Yeah, Seal. Has wondered well, and we we promised Seal that we were recording, and it's been recorded. Oh man! But uh, we had to do it again, and we there just, was a situation. There was a situation. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the murder palace murdered it. I mean, that's, it you know, just died because I went to it. I went to edit it, and it was gone after I'd already edited part of it. Oh man! And you know what? But I'm kind of glad. Yeah, me too. Let me just say, we like, were a little. We just recorded the Revenant. Yeah, and. I was a little tired, and, and I had been. We had <laughs> a little bit to drink, a little bit as well. Yeah, so my whistle was wetted. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. and we were intoxicated. Yes, <laughs> so so yeah. Uh, no, I think I think it's good. Coming Get another in fresh, go at it. Coming in yeah. hot. Yeah, I feel like we have a practice run. Put in some things that we maybe forgot. Yeah, which you is, know, is there's always happen. that stuff. So, for those who aren't following along at home, we were doing uh, season six. Episodes five, six, seven, and eight of The Walking Dead. Yep. So you're not lost if that's what you expected. And if that's not what you expected, you should listen anyway, because it's going to be tremendous. Right. And we're just going to cover a little bit from each episode, really hit the high points. Right. And maybe then maybe speculate the on the second half of the season that starts Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, man. It's what a right great up. Valentine's Day present. Dude, I think this podcast couldn't have come a day sooner. No. It would and, have been wrong. And it shouldn't right. have come a day later. <laughs> no, no. It would have been wrong if it had come sooner. Yes. So, no, it's it's a perfect little, like, layup to what is going to be the slam dunk, I hope, yes. of the second the half of season six of yeah. The Walking Dead. So. so let's start with episode five. Episode five is entitled Now. Yeah. And I know it's been three months, four months. <laughs> it's been half a year since you've seen it. Or did you rewatch it? Uh, e- no. You could say no. Okay, no, That's I fine. didn't. I was no. I was really thinking uh, no, but I did not. Okay, so let's let's get the the first thing out of the way. We still don't know about Glenn in episode five, right? We no, we don't know what's going on with Glenn. So episode four was kind of a filler uh, with Morgan and things like that. So you're like, okay, now we're going to find out about Glenn. Let's see what happened with Glenn. Yeah, in typical Walking Dead fashion. They don't show you. No. Because they have to show you that they control you. And I think that was a big part of this. these four episodes is like, hey, you know what? We know what the fans want. And in this modern day of Twitter and 24-7 coverage of shows that, and things that you really care about, we don't give a shit what you like. We're going to do what we want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think 
that's always been something I really respected about the show. It's just that wherever I feel like it maybe should go as far as progression, it really, you know, and and I like to think that sometimes me and the writers think a little similarly, sure. especially with the way some of the zombies die. Walkers. Yeah. Uh, They're zombies too. Yeah. No, they just, they just take things in their own direction. They take things that are going to, you know, in the, in the long run, give me the best experience possible. Yeah. So, and I think uh, it's, I, respect Im- it. I think it's important that they have a plan in mind from the beginning and they don't let people sway them. Oh yeah. Like, and I, I'm sure they have an idea like, Oh, this is going to piss people off, but that's okay because we know what's coming and they'll forgive us and they'll thank us when right. the reveal happens. It also, it gives me peace of mind knowing Kirkman yes. has a close eye on a lot of this. Yeah. He's, it's his baby. And it, I, I think he's proud of the fact that he's got the comics and the show and that he can kind of go in different directions. Like I wanted to try this in the comic, but it wouldn't really work. So I'm going to go ahead and do it in the show. Guarantee you his bank account shows how proud he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like Scrooge McDuck over there. I know. He's just swimming. <laughs> but in I, it. I would do it with ones, not coins. Right. That seems Ooh, painful. That's a bad dive. But if you do it with ones, why not? Right. Because even hookers have to pick ones out of their ass that's, crack from time to that's time. It's fine. fine. So if you're caught in that situation, you always know that you weren't the first one to be in that situation. Yeah, you weren't the first one that had that, that dollar bill in your ass. <laughs> I got another dollar bill in my ass crack. Been there. Been there, but that's okay. It's still money. <laughs> you so it starts off with Deanna. It's right after the wolves attacked the yeah. first time. Yep. And Deanna, who I'm not a huge fan of, just kind of looking around. Oh my God, what happened? What is it about her that just, you don't like? She just irks me, dude. I don't know. There's nothing I like about her. And throughout these episodes, there's nothing about her that makes me like her at all. Yeah. She she doesn't have any redeeming qualities. No, well, she's an, <laughs> she's an Alexandrian, which is a strike against her. Right. And she's one of the ones that, that made it so the Alexandrians have no idea what reality is. Yeah. She's tried to protect them all, which is noble in its thought, but... It's detrimental in practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like, <clears throat> it was just a protection that was uh, obviously temporary from its yes. start. You know? I mean, they were hoping that they could get it to last the whole time, but it right. just couldn't. Yeah, it was It was just a pipe dream. Yeah. Couldn't happen. And, and because of that, because of her thinking she could protect everyone within these walls, she made them all a liability. Yeah. So, uh, Agreed. yeah. Agreed strongly. And then... Uh, Michonne tells Maggie, like, hey, Glenn didn't make it back yet. He'll be back soon. And then here comes old Ricky. Ricky boy. Old Rick comes stumbling in with, oh, I don't know, a grand or so behind him. Because when we left him, he was in some shit. He was in that RV that wouldn't yeah. start. His hand was injured badly. And so you're yeah. just like, oh, uh, Rick, maybe Rick's going to die. Well, you know he wasn't, but. Yeah. When that episode was playing, one of my friends texted me and said, that RV will be his coffin. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, they couldn't kill Glenn and then right, Rick. Right, right. Yeah. Then, then maybe people would have stopped watching. Or they could have killed them both. Yes, but not really. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert. Man, it happened. So the Alexandrians see this herd and they start to freak out. Yeah, um, I don't think they've ever been, they've ever seen that many zombies. No. Uh, walkers. I think a lot of people haven't seen that many walkers. No, I'm going to call them walkers. Damn it. For the sake of this show and for this podcast. Okay. Uh, no, I just don't think they've seen that many. And so even, and even 
the original survivors haven't seen that many. And so you have to be thinking the Alexandrians are like looking at them like, is this normal? Yeah. <laughs> then they see Rick come running in like, oh shit. No, this oh, is oh, shit. This is a oh, lot. Shit. Yeah. And so open the gate. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's, yeah. When, that's when they know they realize shit is dire and they like the useless bits of humanity. I'm sorry. Really yeah. don't like the Alexandrians. They start Cannon to freak fodder. out. They start yeah. to freak out and they lose heart and they get disheartened immediately. They don't do anything like, okay, what can we do to survive? How can we get through this? Right. They immediately are like, oh my God, we're dead. Yeah. And, you know, they're not even really thinking like, oh, well, if this one guy survived running from all of them, maybe there's a chance. Uh, and, and in that situation, that moment, Rick had to, like, he had just ran across what seemed like miles getting back to the town. And then he's like calming people down. Like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And so, uh, I think, do you think Rick is the leader they need? I do. I think in this situation for that, he's the leader they need in the long run. No, I think for the current situation they're in, Rick is what they need for sure. But they need someone in the middle of of Rick and Deanna. Yes. <laughs> so somebody who's not a complete like shutout, right, of the world around them. But not someone who is just going like, to sacrifice the people that he doesn't care about, for, right. for his own group. Yeah, yeah. Someone in the between, and I think we'll see that later. Deanna realizes that Rick's probably not the best idea, right? So then, Aaron, what do you think about Aaron's little revelation? He realizes that it's probably his fault that the wolves know about their camp. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I thought that... I thought he took it a little too hard on himself. Really, it could have happened to anybody. Yeah, he put he, into the situation. I mean, he's the one who has to go outside of the walls all the time. Yeah. So God forbid him make a mistake. Right, and, <laughs> you know, your backpack is not worth your life. Right. So if you leave your backpack behind just so you can live, that's okay. You're forgiven. Part of me was sitting on the edge of my seat, like waiting for one of the Alexandrias to be pissed at him and be like, yeah. oh, I can't believe you left your backpack out there. God, Aaron. Like, Why don't you fuckers try going outside right. the wall and getting chased by all these walkers? Right. Feel free. Feel free to go roaming. Just to you find want. more dicks like you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I saved your life. Right. Yeah, I like that. And then the scene made me hate the Alexandrians even more when they go to raid the pantry. They're like, we're going to die anyway, so why do we need to ration our food from now on? Let's just forget about this bullshit. Which, okay, crossing over to Fear the Endcast, do it. the Fear the Walking Dead, they, in that moment, remind me of all the looters yes. outside at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, like, because they have maybe nothing to live for. They don't think so. Maybe they think all hope is lost. So they're just getting what they need to survive in the moment. That is what shows how weak they are. Yeah. And, and how much like at the very beginning of the outbreak that they're no different than those people. Right. And they've been around it for, it's like they're at the beginning of the outbreak because they're real. Oh, that's a good point. It's like they're realizing what is really going on and they've been, just avoiding it for so long, but they're going through what everybody else went right. through at the beginning. Yeah, but they're like months late. Years <laughs> late. Yeah, years late. It's just like, right. where have you been this whole time? Right. We've been looting, and all those looters are dead now. Right. Or they're rolling around with this boy, Negan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're looting the Kick shit ass. out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, 
Oh, what happens after that? Spencer, while they're raiding, raiding the pantry, Spencer's like, come on, guys. Because <laughs> the very passionate speech. Like, it's hey, okay. Hey, yeah. let's not loot today. Yeah. Come on, not today. You know. Hey, you'll take it easy. Yeah. We huh. all got to eat. Yeah. And then y'all leave, and I'm going to take what I want. <laughs> Fuckers. God. Oh, my God. Deanna, Spencer. Mm. We've all known that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We know that guy. I'm the youngest, so I, uh, both my older siblings. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm not a fan of Spencer. Yeah. So. No. Um, then Aaron sees Maggie uh, trying to get ready to leave. Right. Do you think he's – and so he's like, I'm going to go with you. I'm not going to let you do this by yourself. Do you think it's because he feels responsible or because he just wants to be helpful? Uh, I think he feels – I think he feels a little guilty because of, like, the picture thing. Sure. But that it's, wasn't what killed Glenn. Well, no. But you have to be thinking that in the back of his mind. He's like, well – if I'm responsible for all these people dying, I'm going to help save another person. I'm going to do what I can. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll do, you know, I'll sacrifice my life because there's people who died because right. of what could be perceived as his mistake. Right. And they died protecting me and saving this community right. that I'm a part of. So I could do the same. So he's going to gather up people. Yeah. No, I think he's like, uh, he, I think he's being a good man. I think he's just being, he's the only survivor that I could give maybe two shits about. Yeah, no, I I actually do care about what happens to him. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, there's some people I care if they live or die, but it doesn't hurt me if, if they, they die. die. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, well, anybody not from season one, two, or three, even I'd give three, like because Abraham, you know, I'm yeah, I, I would I would be broken. My heart would break. Oh my god. <laughs> where would all the one-liners go? <laughs> right. They would disappear. They would be gone. And where would that mustache There would be no go? more mother there'd dicks. Be, there'd be no more mustache. They just couldn't handle it. There would be no more mother dicks and short and curlies <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> to care about. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we find Deanna making me hate her more, just staring at her wedding ring from Reg. And then she gets a map out and decides to That draw. whore didn't deserve Reg. Nobody deserves Reg. <laughs> no There's one no deserves, one in the Reg world was, that deserves Reg. I kept Reg. waiting for Reg to fuck up. I was like, this guy can't be this good. He's right. a good man. Yeah. I, he yeah. wasn't ready for the world, but he was just a good guy. There's always one person that you know that's like, oh, my God. Nobody deserves him. And the person that's with them yeah. is like, oh, well, that person certainly right, right, doesn't. Right. Because they, they're not taking advantage, but they really kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. Who am I to judge on someone else's marriage? You want to build all these walls yeah. for me, honey? Yeah. So Deanna draws her little map, and she gets this super excited look on her face, which made me just want to slap her. Oh, God. And she's like, oh, God. oh, 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 this is the future. The as soon future. as that was happening, you knew I, she was I dead. knew the future. Yeah. <laughs> you knew she I, was dead. I knew her future when she thought of her future. Yeah, she's like, oh, I, like, I just want this community to survive. I'm already getting a refill. Keep going. Dude, holler back. Yeah, so she writes the map and she does she keep it on her hand and then she gives it to Rick or she gives it to Michonne. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Michonne, what do you think about this? So Michonne being the person who uh doesn't as history shows love towns of survivors. No. What do you think about her like you know having a soft spot for all these Alexanders? I think it's a nice progression of her character because she was on her own for so long and i think being with the normal survivors with uh rick's group 
made her realize that she needed that sort of community. Because you can even go back to season three when she's leaving the prison looking for the governor. When she comes back, she's like, oh, God, this is where I want to be. Right. But she leaves again, and I think she's realizing I can't keep leaving. I got to stick. I got to stay. And I like that about her. And I think she's smart enough and has seen enough shit to where she could be a good leader in the long run. Yeah. I think also she might be the the one person in the group realizing that numbers is where they're safest. Yes. So. Because the, the walkers have numbers, so they have numbers. Yeah. They can defend themselves better. So, yeah, I think it's another mode of protecting her group. Right. So. And then there's the biggest bitch fight in the history of bitch fights. Yes. What did you feel about that? I'm curious about your opinion. Have you ever been in a bitch fight? I don't, I don't, I would assume not. Uh, <laughs> oh, go. Oh, well, story time. Story time on Fear of the End. No, I mean, I don't know. You're not open hand slapping some other dude, right? No, I'm, I'm not a bitch. Okay, that's what I mean. I, I've definitely hit a, I've hit a human. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've hit a man. Yeah. I've seen shit, man. I've been hit in the face. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just think. We're talking about Carl. Carl and Ron. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, a lot of people hate on Carl. Let me just say, a lot of people hate on Carl. Well, I think and, and Carl. I'll give you some of the reasons why people hate on him. It's that silly haircut. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. His dad's silly hat yep. he won't stop wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he wanders off alone. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, stay in the house. Yeah, Dad. Okay, no. I'll be back. <laughs> Carl, where the fuck are you out here? I told you to stay in the I'm house. I'm eating pudding, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so. wanted to poke this zombie with a stick, Dad. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think... Uh, Walker. Walker, excuse me. I can't remember that kid's name. I know you just said it. Ron. Ron. I don't care about that child. I He's going to die to me, so whatever the fight is, I know Carl will be fine with this little scruff that they have going about jealousy with... With with Eat the girls, so I think that uh, with that fight, I wasn't that connected. I was like, okay, whatever. Like Carl's not gonna get hurt uh, because he should kick his ass. Yeah, I mean, dude, Carl has experience. Unless this boy's a little, uh, you know, closet black belt. No, but. that boy clearly has never done anything physical in <laughs> yeah. his life, even before the uh, Walker apocalypse. Right. So I just, I just really felt like Carl should have pounded the shit out of him. Yeah. No, he should have. And it turned into a little. <laughs> he should have found, you know, some dog shit to rub his, his nose in. Right. But he should have rubbed his nuts in his face. Yeah. Like violently. This is a tea bag. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how my nuts taste because yes. you're going in your mouth. Yes. Hmm, but whatever. And then Denise at the infirmary. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm trying really hard to find something good to say about this episode. We're going to get to the good part at the end. Yeah. But we got to talk about the shit in the middle. So she's at the infirmary yeah. and she's scared. She doesn't want to make it worse. Yeah. And then is that when uh, she's trying to get Scott, you know, he has a leg wound and tear, and she's like, I don't know what to do. Right. Right. And, and she Tara doesn't know sh- how to work on him. Yeah. And Tara so, shows up. Dude, I think, I think she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. She's also in new girl. Oh, is she? I which don't is, watch that show. Yeah, I do watch it. She's one of uh, Schmidt's girlfriends, nice. but uh, yeah, no, I think she's good, but I think she's very like, uh, 
I hate how quickly she gets scared of things. And maybe that's an Alexandrian thing. Yeah. But I just feel like in the situation, obviously you're the only one who has training. If he dies, you see people die all the time. Yeah. Like people just die. Yeah. That's a thing we go through now. Yeah. And so if he dies, it's fine. Just like put him down. But but do your best. This is good practice. Yeah. Like try and help him not die, but he will. Yeah. And or he may or he may not. So yeah. I don't know. I just think. Well, it's like Herschel. She's definitely a flight. I, if Herschel was there, I wish Herschel was there. It's one of the few times I wish Herschel was back because oh, I hated Herschel's character. Really? Oh my god! Why? I'm what I'm. I unpopular opinion. I understand that, but he just irked me. Just I don't know. Something about him rubbed me the wrong way. And when he got his head cut off, I was like, yes. Oh, thank no. you. I know. It's an unpopular oh, opinion. No. Feel free to tweet me at Nthcast Metal. His voice melted the butter of oh, my soul. His, his voice <laughs> was so good, shit. His voice haunted my dreams. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could just hear him give speeches. Rick, you just need rest. We gave you time to rest, and now that you've rested, we need oh, you. Man. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, man. Sit, he's, he's sit, over there, sit over there with your one leg. He was a strong voice of reason. No. Yeah, oh. He was such a strong voice of reason. Uh, I'm not going to let you see my stump. I you got to buy me a wait. drink first. I cannot wait for people to hear this shit. That's fine. I told you it was an unpopular you a new one. It's an unpopular opinion, but Damn I'm it. allowed to have my own opinion. The people must speak out. Okay, I feel like we're going to post a poll. Herschel, good character, bad character, and just oh let God. the people speak. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. 50-50. 70-30. No. on he's a good character. Uh, I think it's going to be 50-50. If it's not 70-30, I have lost all hope. Okay, that's fine. And not just Twitter or the tweeters. But all of humanity. And humanity. Because <laughs> in, uh, the NTCast listeners, it's a great segment of humanity. They're a smart people. They are. <laughs> educated they are bunch. a smart breed. So let's get back to the actual yeah. good part. Yeah. Maggie going to find Glenn. Yeah. Dude. That scene? Underground. Where they're going under the in, water? In the... In the gushy mushy, yeah. yeah, dude. Whenever that water walker comes out, that was I'm so glad they came up with a new one. Oh, he put baby in a corner, and she was just like reaching through him, but not trying to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that he was, was so gruesome. He was so his his skin was so waterlogged and so just destroyed, he couldn't hold. She it was, was literally like grabbing him from like reaching through his like scapula rib yeah, cage area yeah. just like grabbing his back pulling him yeah. backwards oh, and i think that's a good, so good idea i mean it gives us a hint of what should probably happen because these walkers are dead their flesh is going to decay right, right eventually they're all going to be decaying so like if they survive long enough the walkers won't be a problem because they won't have the muscle right. to move yeah. right i, I mean, mean it could take it'll take, it'll take years yeah no i just i love how each like they've covered so many different uh, types of, you know, decomposing flesh. Yeah. So like whether it's in water or they've been charred, you know, by fire, like napalm or something. And then, you know, like flesh is melted off of them or whatever. I mean, it's just like, even to the walkers who are like, literally there's a tree growing through them. I just think they've covered so much stuff. And it's really to the point now where it's like, taking shape in the decomposition is like it's just so brittle yeah. and that's that's the another cool contrast with freaking fear the walking dead and the walking dead is because you don't just go up and you know curb stomp a walker's 
skull in no. Fear the Walking Dead. No. It's just like that's a that's a fresh human skull. Yes. You know, so that one has not had anything done to it. It's just dead. Yeah. And so yeah, Maggie they they're trying they get to the uh grate and they're trying to escape and they can't get out because there's so many walkers out there in the herd. They're like, "No, we got to go back." But the reason I want to save Glenn is because I'm pregnant. That's a yeah. bomb show. Yeah. Did you expect it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- I if Glenn hadn't been hitting that, uh I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they don't they don't have modern birth control. That's no, no, for no, sure. no. If Glenn, if Glenn hadn't been partaking in Maggie, <laughs> they're fresh out. I mean, he's missing. I mean, you're gonna die anyway. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, every chance you get. There's not enough rubber gloves in the world. No, I mean, you're allergic to latex. Sorry, Whatever. I guess I won't use it. <laughs> I have great reflexes. <laughs> That's right. Pull out. My pull out game is strong. Yes. So that was a big reveal, and then the Jesse scene with Betsy. Was another, oh man, we're taking long on this episode. Let's let's get through yeah this yeah. Show. We'll start pressing. Uh, I mean, Jess- is, there, is there a time limit for the people? No, I, I don't. No, think they so. want us to be thorough. Yeah, but Betsy uh, just proved that Alexandrians suck more uh, by committing suicide. Yeah, and Jesse goes to see her and gets attacked because she slit her wrists and she's now a walker. <laughs> yeah, I. It's just weakness of the Alexandrians, and it gave me respect Very for Jesse though. Because she didn't has she hesitated a little, but she took care of business. Oh yeah, and took that walker out, and which is pretty impressive for yeah. somebody to go from literally not ever having to deal with that situation to killing someone to, you know. Yeah, within a couple of days, like, yeah. oh, I gotta, I gotta like ball up and yeah. and freaking stab somebody in the head. Um, that's something that honestly Carol had to teach a lot of people. Yes. for a long time at yeah. the prison. Yeah, with well, her little group, like she's right. reading a book, and then the other adult leaves. Her this is knife a knife. Thing. This is how you hold a knife. Right. This is how you stab someone. <laughs> yes. Right, Lizzie. Right, Lizzie. Right, right. Lizzie. So, but Jesse's yeah. speech, where she's like, "This is our life now." That was actually good. Again, she's trying to tell you, like, when she's walking in the door, there. Yeah, she's like, "This is our life now, people. This is what we got to do." Oh man, I was like fully expecting a, a walker to come out of the like, This is your life now, bitch. Yeah, you are now a walker. <laughs> yes. And then um, Deanna is walking around in her little days, and a walker comes out because it was a wolf that they couldn't find. Right. And it's a walker now, and tries to get her, and she stabs it, in not in the head, the torso. Multiple times. She's like, come on, come at me, bro. It's like a prison <laughs> shanking. And that walker didn't, wasn't even phased. Yeah. Wasn't no. even phased. And so Rick has to come save her. And their little dialogue between them was kind of dumb. Yeah. No, I think they're really, this is maybe, I have very few complaints of the show. Uh, very few. Yeah. Because I'm, I love it. I'm a fan. Been, but been watching since season one when it aired. They were really reaching with her, trying to like build that bond with Rick. Yeah. And to say, like, hey, I'm this leader. I failed a little bit, but I had good ideas. Can you keep those ideas and press on with them? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I don't think her ideas were that great for this world. They weren't. She, <laughs> without Reg, she is, I don't know why they defaulted to her just because she's Reg's wife. She didn't even draw blueprints. She just drew circles and wrote in them. Right. And like, <laughs> It's like, this is a smiley face. This is the playground where we'll play. Yes. <laughs> Just oh, like, God. shut up. And then Rick goes to see Jesse, and they make out in the garage, and then, this is our life now. Let's go inside. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. much how the... So, I mean, not a terrible episode. I liked 
that Maggie said that she was pregnant, the, the water walkers. Um, that's about it. Yeah, no, I think we're at the point in this show where there's there's always something to reveal. Yeah. And that thing was her being pregnant. Right. Unless it's like an episode where they're focusing, like the one with Morgan, where yeah. it was just him, you know. I feel and like even the- then, you know, it revealed a lot about his character yeah. that you were like, what happened since, you know, episode one to now? Yeah. I <laughs> feel know? like they're just um, trying to prolong the revelation of Glenn is dead or not. Right. And I think, and it's, it was a little annoying when I watched it live. I get it now, having seen all the other episodes. But at you the know. time, I was like, are you serious? This needs to either be at the beginning of the episode or the end of the, we need something about Glenn, please. Yeah. No, I wanted that, but in my heart of hearts, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Sure. I, I've watched the show every, every Sunday, every time it airs. And I know, I know their patterns. And sometimes they deviate from the patterns, but when they don't want you to know something, you're damn sure not going to know it. Yeah. So. So then let's go to episode six. Yeah, it's called Always Accountable. And aren't we always accountable? Well, we, uh, we should there be. There were some people holding us accountable to this damn episode, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One or two. One or two. They know who they are. Yeah. So this is the Daryl, Sasha, Abraham episode. Yeah. Which... I'm fine. Them three having an episode about them three and not knowing about Glenn. Sure. Because, you know, it's, but I, the Morgan episode. Because there's no Alexander. Wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> the Morgan episode wasn't bad, but this one, I was like, yeah, these three people are in the now and they are taking this herd away. So let's see what right. happened with them. <laughs> to go back, the Morgan episode actually really cracked me up. It was one of those episodes where I was like, yeah, dude, let's have some friends over. Let's get some drinks, cook some dinner. Let's watch this. And it was like, an hour and a an half. Hour and a half. <laughs> Just right. Morgan doing forms now. Do your forms now. <laughs> I was just like what, looking around the living room, like I'm sure any second now it's gonna get like, good. Oh shit, we've, yeah, yeah. we've hit over an hour. Yeah, it's this, a Morgan episode. I'm still working on the goat cheese. Uh, yeah, I'll so. master that recipe. It's hilarious. So yeah, but these are three solid characters that I give a shit about. So let's go ahead and see what happened to them. So they get to their mile marker that they're set for leading the herd away. And as they pull away, um, they get ambushed. Ambushed. Unwielding assailants. I'm going to use the word assailants. Is that all right? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's good. There's no other way to describe it. No. So what if they're you, coming after D- Daryl, they're assailants. Did you jump to any conclusion? He got shot. Who did? Daryl. Did he? He got grazed. Oh, that's right. He did. He did. Yeah. You're right. Uh, what, what were you gonna say? I just want to know what you thought when the, that happened. You're like, oh, who is this? Did you have an assumption or what were you thinking? Uh, I think I just assumed that Daryl has the nose of a bloodhound. And so part of me was very shocked that he didn't see it coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he wasn't like, Shh, I hear something. Yeah, no, no. I think, uh, it was, I wasn't worried whenever Daryl gets separated. Anytime. There's a lot of characters I get really worried when they're separate from the group. Sure. I'm like, oh, this is not good. But not Daryl. Not Daryl. He's no. used to being that way. Yeah. This is his life. So his he gets separated from Sasha and Abraham, and so in the woods, and he hides his little bike, yep. which is cool, and then goes about his way. We can make this episode shorter, so let's see. What did you think about the whole Daryl storyline of what he's doing? Because I felt like it was a big... It was a really good snapshot into who he's become. Right. From yep. what he was before. Um, because like all the characters, they've gone through a big change, and that change has gone through like 
uh, episode one where they were at times helpless. Daryl, I don't think, was ever in that point. No. Um, he was he a had, little handicapped because of Merle, but once he got away from Merle, he, I feel like he really came into his own. His attitude was really the only thing that made him, you know, yes. weak. Sure. And so as soon as he's really worked on his, his mood and how he handles people, uh, he got to a point to where, like all, the rest of the group, where every person was a threat. And now he's at this point where the people are his hope. Yeah. And he is, you know, part of that Aaron crew that goes out beyond the walls to find people. And, and he starts that with these people who shot at him. Yeah. You know, I thought that was pretty interesting. It shows like so much progression with his character because any other time, you know, two seasons ago, one season ago, he would have just killed him. Yeah. Because they get the drop him. on him. They knock him out and they basically tie him up. And they're like, hey, we're gonna take we know that you're a bad guy, that you're in this group that we're trying to escape, so we don't want anything to do with you. Right. But then when he joins up with them to fight them, and then he kind of gets to drop on them and he's like, you know, whatever. It's cool. Just give me that. You go about your way, I'll go about my way. We'll yeah. be fine. And yeah. you can But the three questions. I love the three questions. I'm so glad they yeah. brought that back. How many walkers have you killed? Yeah. How many people have you killed? Why? 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 No, it's so good. It's Really, in that time, all you need to know. Yeah. Because you just need to know. Oh, do you think Herschel, really if Herschel came up with those questions, <laughs> I will give him some dap for that shit. I don't know if he did. <laughs> but I, I'm, I will say that Herschel he came up with those. Yeah, let's give that one to Herschel. That yeah. was like his like head's about to get chopped off. <laughs> in front of his daughters. How many? How many? Why? <laughs> yeah, no. In front of his daughters. Right. No, I think... Um, I think they they showed a lot of weakness to me as being these people who are running from this group and they've come across him, but they don't really know how to handle outside yeah. people other than just treating them um, as the were, enemy. They were very like seemed almost like they could be trigger happy sure. and like super nervous, like they haven't come across a lot of people. And where Daryl is like super calm and collective all the time. Right. And whenever he's in a situation, he'll stare you right down the barrel. Yeah. Even if you're pointing at him and he'll be like, whatever, I'm fine. You're not going to pull that trigger. Are you? Well, it's Dwight and Dwight came off, tried to come off as a badass, but he really kind of, uh, I try not to use this word. He really was a pussy is what he was. Why do you try not to use that word? About people. I mean, oh, okay. there's other situations where it's totally fine to use, but I don't like to call people that. I just feel like it's a special kind of person. Sure. It's, I feel like it's overused. So. Ones who are particularly <laughs> vagina-esque. <laughs> exactly. You know, they smell like it, you know? Oh, like, okay. <laughs> you're welcome for that. Like an old can of tuna. Yeah. Well, no, not tuna. Well, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> Should we move no. on? <laughs> no. I mean, I mean no, uh, nothing I've had experience with, that's for sure. That's good to know. That is for that sure. That is for sure. Yeah. That people Those use... are called yeast infections. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of that. Yeah. I put this tampon in and I already had one in. That's oh, bad. yeah. That's bad. For real, though, for the first time the other day, I used a tampon for to... What? Uh, to <laughs> I should I should have said what I was using it yeah. for first. You I, had a, I had a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married now, so those bitches are in the car everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't find tissue to save my damn life. <laughs> and you, I'm driving. Did you use the applicator? I just, <laughs> dude, I was like, 
I just you need to periscope I was that shit. That Next string, time you do it. I was pulling that string as if it were a New Year's Eve party favor. I was just like, how the fuck does this open? <laughs> you, Shove it on my You were nose. tugging on it like it was a motor that was the Great only way to get you home when you're lost. Great it's, absorption. I was fine. That's wonderful. Yeah. A little uh, tidbit for you. Yeah, thanks for that. Well, behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, not right now. Oh, yeah. It's it's out there in the open. I should have periscoped that. So the Dwight dude is trying to... They're trying to find... The, Patty? Isn't that her name? Yeah. And then... um, uh, These people... You, I felt like this was going to be a different group than the Alexandrians, though, because they had been in it. They seemed like hard asses. They weren't trusting Daryl. But then they go and they see these little dead bodies, and they're like, oh, I'm going to just put some flowers next to it. How long have you been fucking doing this? <laughs> like, seriously. Did you for any moment think they were part of... I mean, surely you heard Negan was coming soon. Yeah. Did you think at all they were part of Negan's group, possibly? I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I thought for sure that they were part of Negan's group and they were trying to escape, because I would try to get the fuck out of there, too. Oh, yeah. Knowing what I know about Negan, I'm like, I don't want to be in that sure. shit. Let's get he's, out. He's chaos. And then the people following them and trying to chase him, I'm like, that's something Negan would do. He wouldn't let his property go. Right. Because, one, they would talk. Yes. And then, two, they- Snitches get stitches. Yeah, that's right. Stitches get killed. Yeah. We'll use in them Negan's as, world. Yeah. yeah, cannon fodder. Yeah. So, and everything that you have, Negan owns. Yeah. Belongs to Negan. Yeah. So before we finish the Daryl story, Sasha and Abraham, after they got separated, go into this little army recruiting station, <laughs> which was kind of nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Romantic. Right. <laughs> and then there's a dude trapped in the office, and Abraham wants to kill him. And yeah. Sasha's like. Sasha's just chilling. She's like, whatever. He's buying glass. Yeah. And Abraham, he's like, you know what? I don't know that I can stay here because that dude is in here. I just yeah. want to murder him. I just want to shoot him in the face. I want to remove him from this plane of existence. And that's that's just the kind of guy Abraham is. Right. This is, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah. He's just he just wants to clear things, similar to where Morgan was. I but have to clear. Yeah, Abraham has different reasons though. Abraham just he's had his his hopes and dreams kind of crushed, and so. Yeah. He wants to rot destruction. Absolutely, he does. So, yeah. And I think this episode does a really good job of revealing character development for all three of these characters. Because when Abraham goes out and he finds the RPG and he sees the one still on the the walker that's hanging on like a pole or some shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just walks up to it and is like looking it in the eye and just kind of fucking with it. I'm like, yeah, this dude's messed up. I kind of thought he was messed up. Yeah, I've just been confirmed that this dude's messed up. Yeah, and you can tell he he's not that concerned about his life. Um, no, and he he's living on this this edge that says like I'm gonna flirt with danger just a little bit so I realize what danger is 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 kind of what it is to me. You know, he he kind of did that whenever he shut what was it? He like shut the trunk to the car or whatever, yeah. or did something with all with the whole horde of walkers behind him and he just gets in the door and just starts laughing (laughs) (laughs) and it's like he he's treating a lot of walkers that way but i think sasha kind of had a death wish there too because why the fuck would anybody volunteer for that you're gonna drive it at seven miles an hour for 20 miles right you know that's uh oh yeah they both do yeah three that's three hours uh with 50,000 walkers right behind you. If your car breaks down, you're dead. Yeah. You know, if something happens, you're dead. If you run into someone where you're going, you're dead. You've got to have a little bit of a death wish. So, and I think we saw that with 
previous episodes, her going out and shooting all the pictures mm-hmm. of uh, the white families. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was hilarious. There was nothing racial about that. At all. <laughs> I, know. I was like, oh, they all had to be white. <laughs> Why they got to be white, bro? Why they got to be white? <laughs> no, um, I'm fine. There was no gingers in there. Yeah, so that's we're fine. all good. Are there any gingers on the show? <laughs> Present. <laughs> oh, oh, that show? Yeah, that yeah, show. yeah, yeah. This show? Yes. Yeah, this show always. Uh, yeah. always. We've all got red in our beards. Yes. Um, yeah, no, they both have a death wish. And that's why in that recruiting office, they both have this like weird, like, Suicide boner for each other. Yeah, they do. I loved Abraham's line. He's like, I would love to get to know you better. And she's like, What makes you think I want that? A man can tell. <laughs> A man can tell. <laughs> and she yeah. just kind of smiles at him and she's like, She wanted him right then. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she, she, was, like, had it. she was like, You got to uh, get some of your shit together. He's like, I know. I know. But it's been spoken now. So, hey, what do you think about that? I'm, leaving leaving that piece of booty. Back at Alexandria, I feel Gra- like you, you need Gra- to you need to hit that one there, and then when you get back, deal with the consequences. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. not true. I don't mean that. He's at asking all. for forgiveness. I don't mean that permission. at all. Yeah. Uh, what happens in the recruiting office stays in the recruiting office. Right? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Recruiting office is Vegas now. That's right. Well, they can't yeah. get to Vegas, so it's like they're playing with their lives. It's like roulette. It's a little role play. That's what he's doing mm. with that uh that uniform he put on. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm not Abraham at all. <laughs> I'm Abraham this- Lincoln. <laughs> Honest Abe. Yeah, I'm honest Abe. Honestly, I might get that ass. That's right, with my flat top. <laughs> Dude. Do, do you know our mustache would feel good? On your yeah, thighs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Oh, oh. <laughs> you like that? Oh, a tickle from under. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so that's the end kind of of their story for a while. So we go back to Daryl, uh, and Daryl's working with the people, and he's helping them out, and he's like, hey, here's your insulin back and all that shit, and um, they turn on him. Yeah. I was not okay with it. Which part are you talking about whenever they steal? They steal his, his, his weapon. Well, even to go back, he actually helped them. He helped them. Whenever do- one of them got killed. Yeah. By this prone walker that bit one of the girl's ankles. Yeah. And so he had risked his life. He offered them a future. And then they still stole from him. Right. Well, and they decided they're like, you know what? We can't, we can't escape. We got to go back. Your group sounds like sounds great, but it doesn't sound like reality. And it doesn't sound like reality. If you'd been no. living in Negan's camp for that long and you'd seen all the shit they'd seen, Alexandria would sound like a pipe dream. Like Daryl was making oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, and I think that was the importance of having those pictures. Yeah. Was the proof. Um, without that, it is just one man's word. Yeah, and then and in this world, one man's trust, word doesn't go far. You can't at all. trust nobody. The only person yeah. you can trust is yourself. Yeah, because people are really good at bullshitting. Yeah, really good. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, and you have to assume that everybody's using you for their own good. Daryl wasn't. He was. I mean, part of his motivation is that if you come back, you'll be able to help us as a group. Right. But he was more concerned about them than he was about himself. Yeah, and they didn't get that. Well, because he's one of the few people in this world now that doesn't have to always worry about himself. Right. He knows he can take care of himself. Sure. He's sure that the people around him cannot. Right. And so he has this like desire to protect the people around him. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, there's a threat that changes throughout the show. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it started with uh, Walker's 
you know, and, and walkers being what they were like a huge threat, like one's coming up to you very slowly and you're still scared as shit about it. Yeah. Uh, and then it was the people. Mm-hmm. So you can't trust any people sure. and, and people are still like that. It's remained that way throughout the show. And we're to a point now where for people like Daryl or Rick or Michonne or Carol, the people around them are their biggest threat. Yeah. They're the biggest liability to them and their group. And I think what Daryl sees is I have to get these people. I have to make them understand quickly or else they are going to threaten me and my people. And I think that's one of the fascinating things about the show is that people are always a threat, whether it's the people that you're trying to protect, they threaten you or the people that are outside, like the walkers you can deal with that shit. I mean, you figure once you figure that out, as long as they're not in a group of 20,000, you're fine. Which is cool because this is these couple episodes are are the ones where the walkers have been more than the scenery. Yes, <laughs> they've been. Yeah, it's nice. I like that threat. the herd is now the threat. It's been something new that they haven't done since season one or two. It's back to the old days, like yeah. shutting themselves inside of houses and barricading doors, things they haven't had to worry about in a long time. Locking yourself in a tank. Right. Hey, dumbass. Right. <laughs> hey, dumbass in the tank. Yeah. So Dwight in the chick that's still with Dwight, I forget what, what her name is. Um, they Daryl goes to get his motorcycle and they wait till he get back to his motorcycle before they're like, nah, mm-mm. we need yeah. the motorcycle, we need the crossbow. Yeah, and that hurts. It's like an extension of his arm right. gone. Without the crossbow and without the motorcycle, it's not Daryl. He's just a good looking man. Yeah. He, you know, he, <laughs> without those things, he, he's just eye candy. Yeah, him and Carl have the same haircut, but Daryl wears it better. <laughs> Daryl wears it better. Daryl's weathered. Yeah, it's sweaty. His face yeah. is like rough denim. You know, it's like I've done shit to earn this haircut. I've seen some shit. Your yeah. your your balls haven't even dropped. Right, right, right. So, but Daryl at least finds a fuel truck. Yeah, yeah, very conveniently. Uh, wait, what, <laughs> what is this? Where did where did this come from? Yeah, and he drives it back and picks up Sasha and Abraham, and off they go. You notice there's things like that in the show that. uh Whenever everything else seems to be so inconvenient, all of a sudden they'll have this random stroke of luck. And it's just like, okay, uh, but y'all walked for miles the other day and right. you couldn't find anything. This just happens to be right where you got yeah. stranded. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, buried, truck. buried behind a couple <laughs> fuel bushes. Fuel truck. Right. <laughs> that, no, that nobody else in the woods had seen. Right. Yeah. Well. So. You, t- you take the good with the bad. Sure. I mean, why, I would take the good. It's not necessarily bad. I mean, it's random. The world's random. Yeah. It could have happened. But I mean, people people stash shit and thinking maybe they'll get back to it. And when you're wandering sure. in the woods, you never know what you're going to find. Yeah. No. Never know uh, what you find. Trust me. I've thought of all my bug out plans <laughs> yeah, right? whenever it happens. Do you have a bug out bag? Oh. I don't have a bag. You don't have a bag say yet? as more of like a blueprint for oh. what will happen. I have a bag. Oh, do you? I do. Yeah. I have a bug uh, out bag. Yeah. Do you got... Baked beans and said bag and MREs and uh, MREs and chill. I I have three bug out bags, two that are not very heavy, so that the boys can carry them. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if my father will admit that he thinks the zombie apocalypse is going to happen, but he has a crate of MREs. Yeah, well, MREs are delightful. You know, they're not too bad. 
depends on what flavor. I, you I was get. a lumberjack for a time, and oh. there was times where I would be out in in vast amounts of land for a cutter? for a long point of time. No, I was a counter. Oh, and so I would I would count the trees, basically survey, and then work with the guys who cut. I'd want to be a chaser. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was a surveyor. What's the dude that? What's the big machine where they drag the logs back and forth? Oh, I don't know what it's called, but I saw them all the time. Yeah, I wasn't a lumberjack for long. Okay, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> just long enough to eat an MRE out in the middle of a field <laughs> and realize, like, I'm done with this oh, bullshit. Shit. Well, I'm down here. <laughs> okay. I've done it all. So, episode seven. Wow, look at us going. It's called Heads Up. Yes, and it starts. Is Glenn dead? Is he alive? Surely he is not. Which dead? Dead. Did you ever think he was dead? <laughs> okay. So when it all happened, when it all went down, it all went awry, I I remember it. <laughs> this is pretty bad. It's like remembering like what a really horrible thing in, in American history goes down. And you're like, where were you when this happened? Right. I was I was in bed with my wife and, and y'all were watching I, Walking Dead? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I sat straight up in the bed. And she literally had to come over to comfort me. When he died? <laughs> huh? When, oh, yeah, yeah. When, when, Whenever it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? Fucking, I, I remember my exact reaction was, fuck that Nicholas motherfucker. Yes. Like, fuck that guy. Don't yeah, let yeah. him fall on you, I Glenn. Was like, fuck him, man. Yeah. I was like, how are you going to listen to this guy? You do so many things right, and then you fuck around with his plan? No. So I was, I was stoked. A lot of people... The big thing was, how is he going to climb under this dumpster? Dumpsters? What did you think? Uh, I've seen dump. I've I used to be a trash man. That's not true, at all. <laughs> but I've seen dumpsters that you could fit under before for sure. Yeah, you know, some dumpsters, depending on the type of truck that you have. There's not one size for a dumpster. No, I mean some dumpsters are all the way on the ground. True, but some trucks can't aren't made to pick up dumpsters like that. So you got to wheel them and shit like that. So I knew he could fit under. Yeah. And at fir- when it first happened, I thought, wow, that's that's different. But the more I thought about it in process, I was like, he's not dead. He's not dead. There's no way he's dead. So, Well, I think they were too intentional with the way that scene played out. Sure. With with the guts with, and him looking Well, with down. him falling on top of Glenn. Yeah. You know, that's way too intentional of a shot. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I'm just glad he's alive. And no, I, me too. And I liked the scene where you see him looking around while Glenn's getting eaten, and the zombie, the walkers are all like smiling while they're eating Nicholas. I was like, why is that chick smiling? Right? Like, he shouldn't be smiling. Right. And she then, should be full of anger and right. hate. And then he just kind of crawls under the under the dumpster and kills a couple walkers that are trying to get under there too, and then he's good. Yeah. Then it kind of blocks the way. Yeah. And he, it works. He's covered by their scent. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, so so we're both under the assumption that this is an okay thing. Yes. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I, I think, totally agree. Yeah. I mean, people what, people are going to bitch about whatever they're going to bitch about, and that's fine. I'm just glad he's alive, and it. I'm, I think it's plausible for sure. My wife's a purist, Robin. She she thinks it shouldn't have happened that way, but uh, but it did. It did. It did. And and I told her it would. Yeah. I, I said he's not dead. You know this, right? And she's like, I know he's not dead, but he should. But be. he should be nice. So, so he finally crawls out after days, and someone yells, "Heads up!" and throws him some water. And it's Enid. Our, Enid. Um, that chick, she's resilient. 
she's messed up. <laughs> yeah. You know, out of all yeah. the survivors, that chick has got something wrong with her. So, so are we? Are we still thinking she's a wolf? I don't. You don't. I've never thought she's a wolf. Ever. Okay. Based even off, even some of the things that hinted towards her sure, possibly sure. Being. I think that's them trying to fuck with us and okay. make us think that she's a wolf. I don't think she's a wolf. I think she's just a messed up girl. She's not working for Negan. She's not a wolf. She's just a messed up girl. And the way that she cares about the people, she left on purpose. Because if she was a wolf, I feel like she would have taken the opportunity when the wolves attack to do something. She just left. Yeah. So I don't think she's working with. Them. That's my opinion. What do so you think? So she's never been a wolf. No, never. No. Okay. What do you think? I think maybe she's had a run-in with the wolves. Do you think she joined them or was maybe in their company? I don't know. And that's the hard part because she wouldn't have been able to join them, join them without the W on her forehead. Right. So I don't think she could have ever officially been a wolf. Sure. Now, witnessed the onslaught of the wolves. Sure. Possibly. But that's so not being a that's wolf. What yeah, yeah. So I don't really think she was a wolf. No. I think she's experienced people similar or, mm-hmm. if not similar, the wolves. Sure. And so she knew the way things could fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why she knew this place is too big. Right. Like, we can't, you can't secure all of this. And right. So, and she's survived on her own for so long that she doesn't feel like she needs anyone. And she hasn't right. come to that realization like everybody else who had been on their own has. Like, yeah. you need other people. That's what makes you human. Life isn't living if you're not doing it with other people. Exactly. She'll get there. And so Glenn's like, we got to go back. And Nina's like, no. And Glenn's like, don't make me make you. Pulls a gun on him. Badass. I dug that. Yeah. I did. It just made me, it just revealed who she really was. You know? Yeah, she's, she's, uh. She's not just a little girl. No, she's all talk, though, because she didn't pull the trigger. Right. He's like, what, whatever. Shoot me. Shoot me. Let's go. Yeah. I've already died today. <laughs> yeah. I've died. <laughs> I, died once. I died four days ago. I've been yeah. laying under this yeah. dumpster for a week. But now that you just gave me one bottle of water, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I feel great. I feel suddenly. <laughs> no problem. I haven't had food or water in four days. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I didn't die. Oh, man. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about all the reasons why it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> And then I like in back in Alexandria, Gabriel's posting his little prayer circle signs. And Rick's like, no motherfucker. <laughs> like Gabriel posts it right in front of Rick. Rick walks by, Just rips riffs it down. It and riffs it up. And like, no. Yeah, because Rick is done with that hope. Because Herschel preached that hope for a long time. He did. I think it reminds him of Herschel. <sighs> And it reminds him of what he lost with Herschel. And I think he lost a lot of faith whenever Herschel went down. Right, because Herschel, much as I don't like him, was a good dude. And he yeah. was a voice of reason, and he was something that the group needed. I understand that. I just didn't like him in general. Yeah. You know, and I think I think the reason I didn't like Herschel was because, you know, the barn scene, you know, I just like really you've got these walkers just yeah. in this barn thinking oh, yeah, they're going to be safe mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I think we all have those characters for me it was Andrea no oh, no nobody liked her <laughs> uh, and also um, when Andrea young girl died, which one uh, the one that Daryl cared about Beth Beth yeah why did her name slip I didn't mind her dying but that was don't tell me that wasn't <laughs> emotional for you Come on now. 
We had, Beth dying. Me and was, Robin both looked at each other like, meh. I don't know. When Beth died, it was okay. But when Daryl cried, okay. That's a whole up, different thing. Daryl tears. Oh, my When he God. cries, the world cries. I get it. Yeah. When yeah. He, when, like when he killed Merle. And he's just oh, crying. Oh, man. And then with, I mean, both those times, you're like, oh, I, he has very intense scenes. I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> Which, I mean, surely the directors and writers would have to have known. Like, he's he's a good actor. He's uh, been yeah, in he Boondock Saints. Like, he did a great job in those. Blade like, too. Are Did you really think that the masses wouldn't love him? Because, you know, originally he wasn't supposed to be in it for that long. Yeah. And so... But they were like, oh, shit, well, we can't get rid of this guy. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Let's he's a go, cash Norman. cow. Yeah, for yeah. real. No, I'm, in, I think he's maybe the, the character that most people want to identify with and want to be, like, in this situation. Because he's a badass when he needs to be, but he's caring right. when he needs to be. He's, he feels like a more complete person than a lot of the – he's got some gray and ambiguity about him where everybody else is black and white. Daryl's a panty dropper. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's he he's the panty dropper. Yeah. Look what I got tattooed on me. Oh, okay. 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 okay we'll I'll, see. I'll get Daryl's face tattooed on me <laughs> just to see what happens. Right. See how that works for me. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Honestly, I don't remember. Okay. So, um, so Glenn and Enid are making their way back. Sure. And yep. then in Alexandria, Rick is kind of talking to everybody. Like, Oh, yeah. We are talking about... Uh, Gabriel put up the signs, right. Rick tore him down. And then Ron, Ron wants to learn how to use a gun. So Rick and Carl <laughs> decide to teach him how to shoot a gun. Oh, God. And they even give him a gun. Like, I want you to get used to carrying Why it. Why Carl decides to still give him the time of day and, like, let this happen and not tell his dad, like, hey, so you know that me and this kid got in this little bitchy fight the other day. I don't think he's maybe the smartest child to have a gun. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he is either. And he, and he, you tell he's a dumbass because he's like, can I have some bullets and shoot some real ones? And they're like, really? Really, bro? Right now? Like, there's a horde, <laughs> a horde, not a herd, a horde of walkers outside. They already know we're here. There's no need to bring them closer. Right. Let's not rile them up with some right. loud noises. Let's, right. and maybe we should conserve our ammo and actually shoot at some of them yeah. instead of just practicing in bottles and shit like that. Right. Right, right, right. Dumbass. But then the next scene is my favorite scene from this episode. It's where they talk to Morgan. Yeah? Yeah. Why was it your favorite scene? Because someone needed to talk to him and call him on his bullshit. Yeah. And the people that did it, it's three. I love Morgan, Carol, um, Rick, and Michonne. Right. That's, that's the people you want having that kind of discussion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. Did you like that that scene or no? Oh, no, no, no. I loved it because uh, Rick had to come to the realization that Morgan isn't the same guy that he met all that time ago. Right. He's, you know, as much as he's hoped that Morgan would be a huge asset to their team because he survived this long, and Rick knows that because he saw him at the beginning, mm-hmm. he's realizing that he's becoming a threat. Right, and he's like, and Morgan's little philosophy. I have come to believe that all life is precious. Has no problem <laughs> killing walkers, but the evil people in the world. And you know, we've touched about this a lot. I think on all of our in cast network shows lately is like when there's evil people around, how do you react? And that's a big moral question. So I'm asking you, Oh, 
What, what is your opinion? If you're dealing with evil people, do you spare them in the hopes that you can turn them or do you end them? Let me tell you. Mean bastards, you need to hang. That's right. <laughs> you know, so you, got, you only hang mean bastards. <laughs> you only right? hang mean bastards, but mean bastards, you got to hang. So, no, I think that, dude, they're in the Wild West. I mean, you know, jokingly, I said it, but honestly, like, the rules are just different. And people who are not, you know, willing to be part of the group, especially a wolf, someone who comes in and even in captivity, he's not even like willing to even lie to them and say, I won't try and kill you. I swear I won't kill you. Like he's telling them flat out, I will kill you if I have the chance. Right. If I live through this, I'm going to kill you. And you just have to decide in that moment. Okay. So I've talked to you. I've had you for a day or so now. I think that, you know, I'm going to keep you alive. Is there any way you won't kill us? And if in that moment he doesn't say, you know, I think I might not kill y'all. Right. Well, then it's over. Right. Like, it just needs to happen. I don't know. Like, Rick's of the mindset that why prolong the inevitable? Like, if I don't kill him now, he's going to kill one of mine. Right. Well, and that's, and that's the way Carol is. And that's what I don't understand about Morgan. Like, all life is precious. You know that this dude is going to kill another life. So, so what protect make, precious life. Right. What makes that life less precious than his life? Because this right. person is someone that's, that's on your side, that has the same ideals to a point that you do, unlike this other person who's just going to murder the world. Right. Right? So, yeah. And, no, and I mean, some people just want to watch the world burn. Exactly. And so exactly. those people just have to go. Right. And that's and that's what Rick said. He's like, do you really think you can make it in this world without getting blood on your hands? Right. And Morgan, to his credit, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. So he's at least struggling with it, but he, and he hasn't come to the point where he's like, I got to kill these people. But at least he's questioning it. Yeah. But I wish he would just come to the conclusion quicker. I think you mentioned it our first go around. Yeah. Uh talking about how morgan is new to this like this pacifism lifestyle yeah. and he's going in so like it's like anybody who gets this new whether they get a new belief for a new idea like they go into it like all gung-ho and full-hearted and blind and that's where morgan's at right now he's just blinded by what he's trying to do but he doesn't fully understand it like yeah so he has this guy in captivity when you were in captivity, he also had an eye on you the whole time. He mm-hmm. also wasn't putting anybody else at risk. You right. said that yeah. last time. Like, it's a different situation. Yeah. You're putting so many people at risk just for having him. Yeah. So, I mean, whether you're under the belief of, yeah, Morgan's doing a good thing and I like his mindset, it doesn't matter. No, you're it sh- doesn't. With agreeing with that, you're agreeing that those lives. Right. Are not as precious. I agree. As yeah, and then I like the next scene. It's Rosita teaching people how to use the machete, and Eugene, and you know Eugene. I I like Eugene as a character. <laughs> I think he's necessary, and I think he adds a dynamic to the to the group that is necessary for television. If he was in my group in real comedy, life, yeah, yeah. If if he was in my group in real life, he would be looking at the pretty flowers for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah. But Rosita confronts him, and she's like, "Yo." The, the, it's not about you. It's about the other people. Because you're, you. We don't want to have to. You don't have to make a choice of where it's your life or their life. 
You right. don't have to make a choice to where you don't know if it's their blood covering your body or your blood. Like th- we are in the real world now, and you have to learn how to defend yourself so that you can defend the other people that you care about. Who gives a shit if you die? What if they die? Right. Yeah, and I think that's a lot that people can't understand because they've never had to protect anyone. Yeah. They've always been protected. Yeah. And, you know, so has Eugene. He's always had Abraham to protect him since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so he's never had to really experience putting his life before anybody else's. Right. I mean, and he was smart and like, hey, I've, I know where I can find a cure. Get me to these people and this cure will be it now. <laughs> you know, that's brilliant on his part. And he did what he needed yeah. to do to survive. But there are certain things that everybody needs to, to do to survive in this world right. now. Yeah. And you have to keep your group alive. You're only as strong as the numbers you have. Yeah. And then they find the holes in the wall, and Tobin's like, "Hey, don't give up on us, Rick. You know, we were reluctant to change, but <laughs> we're we're ready now. Don't give up on us." That hole in the wall is terrifying. With the blood seeping through, terrifying. Yeah, to think that this wall that you put all your hope in and that's protecting you, it's gonna fail. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like they could? <laughs> I was like judging that wall really hard, thinking there was other ways to make it more structurally sound. I was like, why are the beams on the outside, the support beams? <laughs> it's like, it's so easy to climb up. Right. And when the pushing starts to happen, I mean. It's not backing it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you push with the support. I don't know. Yeah, you push there was a lot of things on that. I was like, I don't get that at all. Yeah, they should have support beams on each side. Yeah. So there was already some things I noticed about the wall where I was like, Ugh. Well, you think you're building a wall against walkers. You'd want to be on the inside as much as you could, right? Right. So you're not going to build your supports on the outside yeah. where people can come eat you. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it was terrifying seeing seeing that blood seeping through. Right. Um, I think it was, again, they do a lot of foreshadowing in the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. And so that was foreshadowing for what the future held. And it was. Um, there's a lot of foreshadowing in the next episode, but this was just like a little yeah, glimpse of, of a little bit. So, so, um, Spencer though, what a dumbass! Like, I, <laughs> I think maybe he just felt bad for being a dick in the last episode. And we did right. talk about that, about how he was drunk and eating crackers that were stolen when he was on watch and shit like that. <laughs> like, fuck that guy, you know, you like, oh, I, they didn't. Well, yeah, he was going on. And, oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if I loot, it's just one person looting. You know, if they all loot, then it kind of screws us all. But, right. So I convinced yeah. him not to do it so that I could. Yeah. So he has, because Rick and Michonne had come up with a pretty legitimate idea to lure the herd away. And Spencer's like, you know what? I'll just climb across the wall without telling anybody right. on this little rope to this other building and I'll be good. Such a dipshit. Yeah. Have you ever tried to do that before, Spencer? Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> like, seriously. I I don't have the stature of a man who should be crawling across ropes in any type of situation. But you're aware of that. Yeah. He just, he wasn't ready for that life. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and then, so they have to rescue him, and Tara leans out over the wall and is shooting Risk him. her life. Risk yeah. her life for Spencer. And Rick... Yells at her like, oh, "Bitch, what like, the fuck are you doing?" Like a dad bitching out his child, right? And he's like, "What do you, what are you risking your life for one of them for?" And she just gives him the finger. She's I like, know. "Uh, fuck off, Rick. Fuck you, Rick." Yeah, but do you agree with Rick though? I do. 
<laughs> I do. And I think that's the problem. One of the problems I'm having is that they're trying to get you to care about the Alexandrians like you care about the season one, two, and three people. And you don't. I'm so reluctant to. Yeah. Like, anytime they make any effort to make me care, show any part of their story, I don't want to. And I'm worried that that's part of their plan. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've set them up as cannon fodder, so I don't want to start caring about them because I've watched this show for six yeah. years. I know they're going to fucking kill people. I know. So... I don't know. It's hard for me to care about them. So I agree with Rick. Like it's them. It's the, the originals and the Alexandrians and they don't mix. Like yeah. it's cool. You can like Rick can be uh, putting the wood to Jesse. That's fine. That's cool. Good for him. He knows that she's not going to be around right. for long. So get it while you can. But that's yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's just getting him, getting himself some. That's right. Uh, but I think it's kind of funny. It's like almost like Rick broke the fourth wall and was was talking like we were. Like, what? Why are you risking your life for this dipshit? Yeah, let him like, die. He he convinced all these other people to stop looting so he could loot, and now his dumbass is trying to crawl across a rope over a sea of walkers. Right. Let it happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that Rick was speaking for us. Yeah. <laughs> And Deanna even called him on it. And much as I hate Deanna, she was right. And that's the one, they're the only time I'll ever say that about oh, Deanna, ooh. ever. Mark it down, folks. Mark, mark it down. But she says, you know, why do you care about this? Why do you want to say this? You know, and what, what does Rick say? Um, because he's your son. Like, why did you try to save Spencer? Because he's your son. Yeah. And Deanna's like, wrong answer. And you find out in the next episode that she's like, the reason that you saved him is because he's one of us. And I want you to start thinking of an us and not a them and us. You know, it's two separate Typical groups. woman move. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, my God. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Because it's what you wanted me to do. Right. Wrong no, answer. No, no. It's <laughs> but, not about the nail in my head. But realistically, because you wanted me right. to. <laughs> but, but, but that I, you wanted me to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get you far. Right. I've only been married for nine months, and I'm learning yeah, well, quickly. I was married for ten years, and I promise. Well, yeah, shit. Yeah. So you're you, saying you so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, I'm saying there's a chance. So yeah. Glenn and Enid uh, show up, and they see the herd, and Enid's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to do this." And Glenn's like, "Come on, we're here. Shut up." Yeah. So they, I don't know where they got balloons, dude. I'd be slapping that bitch. I'd be like, "My wife is in there, right?" There's a good chance I knocked that bitch up, right? I got a I got a little Asian child growing in that right. white girl, <laughs> so right. I'm getting in that bitch. I'm getting in that, yeah. But, you know, because now I don't need to worry about getting her pregnant again. Right, so right. It's open season. We're prime time right <laughs> now. Right. It's open season. We're on magic. magic hour, bitches. <laughs> right, right. You know, I don't have to pull out anymore. <laughs> oh man, what did we do? You just got to worry about poking it. That's right. Well, who cares? It won't remember. It won't remember. It won't remember. No, I feel like it'll come out knowing. No, I have no. a grudge against I me. Heard, I haven't heard anything from mine. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I haven't heard anything. Oh. oh. So, so yeah. uh, releases uh, the balloons. Right. And Maggie sees the balloons. <laughs> she just knows. <gasps> it's oh, Glenn. It's the international sign for Glenn being <laughs> yeah. alive. Green balloons. Green balloons. <laughs> Good. And uh, as they're all looking, <gasps> here down goes the watchtower. Oh, man. It's what not, a cool scene that was. Yeah, it was. It's not like the wall failed. Um, a building fell on the wall. So yeah. You're in trouble. Which is weird because I was kind of expecting that wall to just kind of buckle under the pressure. I think that would have been better. 
Do you? I do. I think the wall just finally caving in from the pressure and the herd coming in. Just, just like squeezing through yeah. it, kind of like the uh, and their skin getting peeled off the, and shit like that. The trailers so, over at the quarry. So, because I wanted to see a scene where this one at a time where they kind of have it like in three hundred where they're killing one at a time, right. and, and then, then eventually just like more to they, handle. They just yeah, they, they do what they can, but they freak out and miss one or two, and then it's overwhelmed. That would have been cool. I think I like the way it happened. You know? Oh yeah, I'm not I, upset. I about think it. they got overwhelmed really quickly. They did. It was mm-hmm. like. Really, just Rick yelling at people like, get the fuck in the houses, it's time to go. And Rick is, you know, blasting away at the horde. But I mean, it's, that's what Rick it's does. whatever. That's what Rick does. Uh, but yeah, we're not, we're not to that yet. We're still on, uh, seven. But that scene, I just want to point out the way they timed, uh, that tower falling on the fence was cool because it was like within the dust settling. Yeah. The walkers were walking through. Yeah. And so you got to think those, you know, extras on standby. And it's like, this is going to happen. We have this one chance. Got to be ready. You got to, you got to make it look real good walking in there. I think I love those like really high pressure scenes. And The Walking Dead's had quite a few of those, uh, you know, higher pressure, like maybe. Maybe not one take, but pretty close to like this yeah. has got to cost a lot of money, right. <laughs> you know, like, just in time like the bear and effort. Scene. Like the bear scene in oh, Revenant. God. Yeah, one take. Oh God, let's hope that bear wasn't real. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's the end of that episode. And then we go to episode eight, start to finish. And yes. this is what we've been building to. And do you think the payoff in this episode is worth what we've been building to, or do you think it was just kind of a an appetizer for the actual payoff. Oh, because we didn't talk about it in episode seven. Um, Morgan goes to get Denise, um, and then Carol follows. Because oh, yeah, yeah. That happens Sorry. in episode seven. Well, it's okay. The, the, no, big, the big payoff of this episode, of that scene right. is in episode right, eight. Right, right, But the setup for it is in seven. So, so your question is, do, you do think, I think that it was as grand as I was hoping it would right. be? For a mid-season finale, right. we've had five seasons of mid-season finales. What do you think? Were you um, disappointed? Were you happy, satisfied, ready for more? I don't know. It's weird because in a lot of the other mid-season finales, there's been like just a lot of action and maybe you know I'm on the edge of my seat, like not really being able to breathe. I'm like, oh, this is happening. Now this is happening. Now this is happening. But this was like... More thought provoking, especially with the beginning. Sure. With all that foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, it was David Lynch directed it and he also directed Blue Velvet. Yes, he did. And so a lot of ties back and forth from the movie. Um, and then with him directing this episode, uh, like at the start with, um, you know, the ants crawling in through the window, getting to the cookie. Uh, the cookie being shaped just like the ear that right. the person found in the field in Blue Velvet. And, you know, then down to the foreshadowing with Sam drawing that picture. That picture is fucked up. Creepy as hell. And Little kid tied to a tree yes. surrounded by walkers. Really, Sam? It is. Really? The love child of, of Carol's stories. Yes, it, <laughs> like, it was just like this intense depiction of everything that she told him. And, that was really cool, and, and it especially comes up later on in this episode, so uh, we'll, we'll touch more on that. But yeah, um, as far as an episode, 
I think it was strong. I think it had points that made me eager for it returning. Yes. And I think that's the biggest point of a mid-season finale is like, give me something that makes me like really pissed that it's going to take a month, two months to get back to it. Well, that's what we did with Fear the Incast. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome, guys, in advance. Yeah. So, I mean... The Watchtower falls, you see, you see it through Sam's window, and then it cuts right to Carol running, and she trips while she's running from all these walkers. And right. Hits her head and drops her gun. Unlike her. Yeah, and Morgan is there to rescue her. Right. Because all life is precious all, and all that Carol's, bullshit. Yeah, well, Carol's life is precious. Yeah, yeah. Well, Not here, all life. Yeah. Here's a question. Especially. Carol dies. How do you feel? Oh, you know, didn't didn't the writer say that she's invincible? She's the one, the only one, <laughs> the only one. Now, now, who said that? Kirkman said that. What does that even mean? Like, I don't know. That that destroys a lot of a lot of my brain and and what I've come to think about this show because I'm I'm just with knowing that she's invincible. Doesn't that take away some of the fear? Sure. I I think maybe they're just saying that to fuck with us. I hope that's so. That's what I think. I too, hope man. so because I don't think that's if you say huge, that anyone is invincible, that's huge. Yeah, because that's a huge plot point. Is that Carol, especially in this scene? You know, I feel like let's focus on each little group as as what happened to him, and so that we don't have to jump back and forth. So Morgan and Carol yeah. are in with the wolf, and they. Morgan even tells Carol she's like. He's like, does this need to happen right now? Is this really the best time for this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yes. What? Well, yeah, because I think that if it doesn't get taken care of in that moment, then they will get lost on the situation. Yeah. And then something is going to happen. They're going to get separated. The wolf is going to get loose. And he's not going to care that there's walkers everywhere. He's used to that. Yeah. That's his life. That's what, Yeah, they use and walkers so he's as weapons. use that as his advantage yeah. to take out people. So, yeah. So that Morgan, he, he uses the line, I will not let you kill me. Uh, I will not allow that. <laughs> right. And that Carol's got a knife. Morgan's got a staff. And they go. It's yeah. like, you know, it fights on. Clash of Titans. Let's see. Yeah. The two, you know, there's some badasses in this show that you wouldn't want to fight with. And those are two of them. Oh, yeah. Like, I think if every, out of everybody, if everybody fought like in a tournament style, those two would make the semis. Yeah. You know, I think the winner would be Abraham. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abraham Darrow would be the final showdown. And if there's if there's two women I don't want to fuck with on this earth, one of them is Carol. Yeah. And the other one is that crazy bitch who crushes watermelons with her thighs. Yeah. God, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't exactly. want anything to do with no, those bitches. Is any on Nothing top. to do with it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, so they go and they fight and Carol... I mean, she holds her own against Morgan, but Morgan eventually picks her up and body slams yeah. the shit out dude. of her, dude. And she's out. But yeah. uh, the wolf grabs the staff, and he's got the upper hand at that point. It's what we all knew was going to happen. Right. And it I'm, was the inevitable. And I'm with Morgan. I'm like, let's deal with this later. There is a herd of walkers outside. Let's deal with that threat. That is the bigger threat right yeah. now. But Carol doesn't think so. Because I think, and that's something that the walkers have done to her. She doesn't view them as a threat anymore. She views people as a threat. So I think she missed the actual threat at this point, which has made me, makes me a little annoyed at Carol. Yeah, I think that 
like I said, Carol is just worried that this is going to come up in the future. Sure. And so, yeah, I think there's better times to handle this shit. But uh, yeah. Uh, in her mind, in the situation, you know, put yourself in her shoes. If you had find, found out that it was happening, I might just want to kick his ass right there. Just out of the principle of the matter that he was, you know, letting this happen. Yeah. You know, so I think that, uh, I don't know. I can't agree or disagree with the way she handled it. Yeah. I disagree with the fact that she got her ass kicked. Yeah. I don't think that should have happened. Well, I mean, Morgan... He Aikido. That's what yeah. It, it was Aikido. That's what. My, that's how he kicked your ass. It yes. was Aikido. He'd been practicing those forms for a while. His moves are strong. Right. Go dancing on the water. <laughs> yes. Anytime he was angry, he had to practice that's forms. Right. Whatever. So, so then we go to Jesse's house, and there's a large group in Jesse's house. We won't finish out Jesse's house, but Deanna fell in like a saw blade. Right. Isn't that what happened. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so they take her upstairs to. Wait, wait, she falls on a saw blade after going like balls to the wall out on one walker, point blank, missing his fucking brain with the pistol. Right. It was like you had one chance right. with one walker. How many yeah. times have we told you, you get them in the brain? The she brain. shoots them everywhere except for there. And then her last shot is just like a glancing blow of his cheek. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that what happens to her happens to her because they go up to treat her wound and they see a bite mark. And, oh, yeah. a, and she goes, oh, shit. Because there was a walker right next to the right. saw blade, yeah. And my reaction is, fuck, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, Good. Yeah, fine. Good. Good for you. Yeah, I don't have a lot of emotions. Uh, I don't have a lot of feelings just in general. And so uh, whenever she was going out, I had no connection to her. I just yeah. haven't had a connection to her. No, I haven't at all. Uh Likewise with a lot of the Alexandrians, but especially with her, uh, it was bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. her her family doesn't have a great run. <laughs> no, they're they're not they're not survivors. Yeah, they're know. planners. Yeah. So and then Jesse and Rick come up with the idea like we need to get to the armory and do what we can, and then we cut to the garage scene with Ron and Carl. How do you feel about that? I love that scene. Yeah, because you talked about it a lot last time, so I'm giving you the floor. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think it was a redemption for our for our him. own Carl. Coral. 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 I think that, man, I think that scene was good because he kicked the kid's ass. Kid pulled a gun on him. Uh, yeah, he did. And Carl took care of business. And really, okay, so they fought, whatever, that's fine. Carl won. The way he ended it is what matters. Because Carl just looked at him and was like, your dad was an asshole. Right. Yeah, because Ron says, your dad killed my dad. Yeah, cool, great. But you know this. Your dad's an asshole. Your dad was an asshole. You know that, right? Such a cool like move that was unique to him, but also uh, reminiscent of his father. So, and this was another thing that I touched on. Uh, some of the ways I like um, the actor who plays Carl. And yeah. what is his name? That's a great question. Carl is, oh yeah, Chandler Riggs. Yeah. Um, I think he does a good job of mimicking Rick. Like just the way his character moves and talks and 
does the things he does. I just feel like he just does a good job of even like when he runs with the gun. His body styles, yeah, like, like the way he runs, the way he runs, like this weird sideways ass run with one hand on his gun, and you know, I don't know. Like I just think he does a good job of playing, you know. He does. His, his father's son. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, in the scene, I really liked it. Um, and then it I mean, because he doesn't apart. throw Ron under the bus with like because they break a window and the walkers get through and they escape the garage. And but when he gets in the room, Carl holds that gun. And he's like, "Yo, bitch, I'm done with this bullshit. Give me that gun. You're you're done. You're done with this." Would you have told Rick? I'd have shot the motherfucker. <laughs> you would have just ended yeah, it. Yeah, I'd have been like, no, 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 no. I get that you're mad because I still I'm tapping your girlfriend. Cool, right? And that my dad killed your dad. My dad's stronger than your dad. Cool, great, <laughs> right. cool. But how long are we measuring these little prepubescent dicks? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here, we don't even need a ruler. I just... handle this situation right now. Your dad's an asshole, right? Yeah. Right. So, and then also, uh, they hear Judith crying, and Rick runs upstairs and sees Deanna. Oh. Oh, that stupid bitch. That scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, she's a walker and she's eating the baby. Dude. Like, like, how could you make me hate Deanna more? What a bad move. Yeah. By her. Yeah. She wasn't a walker. No. I thought she she was all the looks. (laughs) She was done. Rick was (laughs) about to end her. It was this weird, like, oh, this thing that shouldn't stop a normal grown human being is stopping me. (laughs) Rick pulled out that, uh, that little hatchet was about to go to town on her. Yeah, he did. So yeah, but but it was a pretty good scene with yeah. her talking about the baby. Yeah, and then isn't that also where he she t- tells Rick about the we need to be an us and not a us and them. So yeah, because she she's talking about um you know she's at the end point of her life and she wanted to see you know what life is like at the beginning. And I think it's caused her to reflect, and she's hoping that this would be this powerful moment with Rick where he just changes his mind. What do you think is Rick's takeaway from it? Do you think he's like, okay, you know, she's right. I'm going to do my best to take care of these people. No, I don't think so, which I think is why she talks to Michonne, too, because she knows that she probably <laughs> hasn't. the backup plan. Yeah, she hasn't convinced Rick, and she needs other people who've known Rick for a long time and who Rick actually trusts because Rick doesn't have that level with Deanna. He respects her for what she tried to do with Alexandria, but he doesn't respect her as a survivor and as someone who knows how to survive in this world that we're in now. He thinks she's still a little naive and a little bit of a right. dreamer. But if she if she could convince Michonne to talk to Rick, maybe. And do you think that uh maybe Deanna knows that if if Rick was going to uh plow anyone in the group, it would be Michonne? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knows the way to a man's heart. Yeah, through his taint. <laughs> oh, that well, that's that's the map of the body <laughs> for a right. man. Yeah. That's how you find your way it's around. The, it's the ink and ruins. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that. In oh, advance, how exciting! So, <laughs> so they come uh, up with a plan, and yeah. I'm so glad they brought this back. I've been waiting for them to do it again. What? To put the. The, the the zombie in there. Oh, it's on yeah, there. The, the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Because, just like you talked about, the zombies are a threat again. Yeah. And there's big numbers. Yeah. Bigger than they've ever dealt with before. They're barricading their rooms, which 
I was just thinking about this a second ago. I was talking about them barricading houses and stuff whenever uh-huh. we were not even to that point. So, yeah. whoops. But yeah, okay. so they're barricading the houses and stuff. And they're getting ready to walk around outside. And they have this stupid-ass kid, Sam, who just has never experienced this part of life before. Yeah. You know? Even Judith is better than him. He's disappointed whenever Carol doesn't make him cookies. Yeah. Or show him how. Right. Or he doesn't want to come downstairs to get his lunch. He'll just stay in his room. Oh, my God. He needs to look at the pretty flowers. If anybody needs to look at the pretty flowers, it's Sam. So let's not jump to that scene yet because Rosita, Eugene, and Tara are in the garage. And Eugene actually is useful. He's like, you know what? Let's not waste any bullets. I can pick this lock. Right. And he picks the lock. And they intersect with... Which is cool because Eugene is a useful person. Yes. He he just doesn't know how to be useful. Yeah, you know, and a lot of times, like he's just this helpless damsel. But whenever he uses his fucking brain, he can really get things accomplished. Yeah, I agree, and so I think that proved it his worth, and it made me be okay that he's still alive. And then they intersect with Tara. I mean, uh, with Denise, Carol, and Morgan, right as the wolf has getting his bonds cut, and he's taking Denise. He's like, "I'm going to go ahead and go now," right? Um, because of course, Carol and Morgan fight. The wolf is going to win, right? <laughs> so, right? And that just irked me. Like, this is your fault. Yeah. This is both y'all's yeah. fault. Morgan, oh, yeah, yeah. Morgan a little bit, and Carol a little bit, too. So it's you share blame in this. At the end of the day, it's all Morgan's fault. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He could have finished that. He should have just killed him. Especially when the dude was about to die anyway. Like, why bring the doctor oh, down God. here? Just let him die. Yeah. Yeah, you've done what you could. Yeah, and you can be peaceful, knowing you were peaceful in the whole situation. Yeah, and if you could convince him, if Morgan had convinced him to change his ways, maybe then go get the doctor. But he hadn't, so let him die. You're not killing him. Nature is killing him. Right. So the wolf escapes with Denise through the herd. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, and it's because he's used to moving around in that. Yeah, but I still didn't understand. I still didn't <laughs> yeah. understand why you would do that. Uh, I don't, you know, especially because all of his other wolf friends, as far as we know, are kaput. You know? I mean, is there any other wolves that we know of? No, they're all dead. They're, yeah. They've all left. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure there's other wolves in the world. Yeah. I wonder, so, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. So we... We cut back to the survivors, and they've got their sheets. they got two walkers. They cut them up, and they're putting guts all over the sheets because they're going to walk through the walkers to the armory. Oh, yeah, and then there's a scene with Jess, and she's in there talking to Sam. Mm-hmm. Pretend you're brave. Just pretend <laughs> you're brave. Come on, baby. Pretend so, you're brave. So much patronizing. Well, it's, it was, it was so, awesome. so accurate. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was so funny to me. I was so, just like... Something I would say to anyone, an adult. Right. Just, just pretend. Yeah. For a moment. Yeah. Something pretend you can handle this. Yeah. Steven, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. Shots fired. Oh, no. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Uh, it could be any Steven. This is awkward. <laughs> it's uh, Brit. No. Oh, God. <laughs> now, definitely shots fired. That's clear. Definitely shots fired. No. I'm getting my head down. Steven knows I love him. Uh, so <laughs> they're walking through, and Rick tells Jesse, like, hey, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop, and that's fine. So they're going, and they get out of the house, and then you really realize, holy fucking shit, that's a lot of walkers. 
Yeah. And it's, like we said, more than they've ever dealt with before. Yeah. And I think whenever they stepped out of that door, they were like, we're going to have to do this for a while. Yeah. We have a long way to walk. Yeah. And then immediately, Sam starts fucking it up. Mom? (laughs) Mom? Hey, walkers don't fucking talk, dude. And then going back to the beginning of the episode, him drawing the picture of him tied to a tree, yelling like Carol said he would. You would yell and you would scream and no one would hear you but the monsters Mm -hmm. and the monsters would come for you. And that's what was happening. It was so cool the way it was like fading out, like him just like yelling mom and it being muffled, just like mom, mom. And it was. That's like, that's the moment where you're watching, you're like, fuck, it's over. Yeah. And I think that was brilliant on their part because I was upset that it was over. Like, yeah. You're going to end this now? Like, really? With him saying mom, mom. Because you know it's going to start up with this. Yeah. No, it won't. There's no way it's going to start. It's going to start. You don't with think the, so? No. That'll be halfway through the episode before we okay. see Rick and them. You it's think it'll be, start with like Negan and that crew? Yeah. Well, I think it'll start with Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham. Okay. And then it'll go to uh, Denise with the wolf and then Morgan and Carol waking it up. And, That's interesting. Like arguing. And then you'll be like, what the fuck is happening with Rick? Yeah. I I really hope that's not what happens. Uh, me too. I hope they go straight to because Rick. because it's happened the way you're explaining so many times. Yeah, I would I would really hope that they're like, all right, let's let's screw it up. We're we're getting so used to fucking with our minds. Let's do it again. Right. Like let's give them something they're not. Well, ready I for. hope that what happens is Carl turns around, punches Sam in the face, and Carl, then just pop, le- pop. And just leaves him there. Yeah. Like, hey, he'll wake up and then he's covered. He's not going to get eaten. He's covered <laughs> in zombie guts. Yeah. So do you like you like the episode as a whole? No, I did, and I, I've I've loved this season so far. Yeah, I thought um, five was a strong, strong season, and six is, I think has kept that. I wasn't a big fan of four. Okay, uh, but five I liked a lot. Five was awesome. Yeah, uh, I actually have just been rewatching five. Really? Because I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good season. Uh, it's on Netflix now. So yeah, I was watching. Take uh, advantage. I've been of watching it. one and two over. So. Yeah, you know, sometimes it helps to go back all the way to the roots and see, like, how did this start? Like, one, it's strong. Two, eh. Uh, but it's not as bad <laughs> the second time through. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Whenever you understand, like, what's happening and some of, like, yeah. the preparation of the characters moving on, it's a little easier to deal with. Three, but, yeah. three is always solid, though. <sighs> dude, I love three. three. That's, four, dude, that's, yeah. that's, the, uh, that's the season that got Robin hooked to the show. Really? She wasn't about it at all. And then it was staring at those damn flowers that yeah. turned her. Yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just no other way to react. Yeah. 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 No, I, I've enjoyed this season. I think that um, in order to stay away from any past like patterns that they could get stuck in, I really hope that they come in strong with this. Yeah. This, uh, that would, that would be nice. That would be a new, that would be a change, a welcome change. So let's speculate about what's going to happen because we saw, sure. we've seen that Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham are having to deal with Negan because they get stopped and like everything you own is now the property of Negan. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'll show up till the end of the season. What do you think? You think so? I, I hope he shows up before that. I would like to, but I think they'll set up him for season seven. Like okay. he's going to be the the uh, antagonist of season seven, huh? What do you think? Yeah, well, I think they wouldn't be doing him justice if they showed his character at the end of this season and 
How much I, I don't think it would be a good idea to bring him into the light very sure. much. Yeah, no. This season. No. Because then you would I feel like they would be trying to cram in a lot about Negan. Like, okay, now we gotta get a backstory, we gotta explain a little bit about him. I think if he shows up, it'll be very vague stuff. Yeah. But it will be very strong. Yeah. That's what I hope. I hope that it's like Cool. You don't have to explain anything about him. You can do that later. You can do that in, you know, season seven when you have more time. But when you show him, make him just brutal. You know, I just want him to be the very definition of chaos. I, you know, I just want it to be crazy and people be like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. Why is this happening? And I'm excited about the casting. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan oh, is yeah. going to be so good. What else? He would, most people would know him from Grey's Anatomy. He's Izzy's boyfriend that she had that died of. I never watched that. Okay. Well, most people, not you. Yeah. Uh, not he, me. he, Denny, Denny Duquette and, uh, <laughs> and he's also been in some other, uh, like romantic comedies and shit like that. He's in PS I Love You. Um, you seen that? <laughs> I just, I can't relate to any of these. <laughs> so I, I have nothing for it, but he's going to be good. He's going cool. to do a good, good job. Um, but I think, I think that they're going to make it to the armory. And, um, I think all the, I don't think anybody's going to die until Negan. I really don't. I don't think any of the main characters are going to die. Um, I'd be fine with him dying, especially Sam, but I don't think anybody's going to die until Negan. I think they're going to, they're going to teach some of the, maybe some Alexandrians, but who cares? Um, they're going to teach the Alexandrians how to survive and they're going to get a rude awakening with this huge herd. But then when Negan shows up, he's going to become the villain, and that's when people are going to die. Will Glenn die the way he does in the comics? Yes. Absolutely. I think he will. <laughs> Dude, no hesitation. Oh, well, yeah. You're sure of it. Well, that is one of the most iconic scenes in comics to me. Right. When that happens, and you see him laying on the ground with his eyeballs popped out of his head. Oh, and just God. Bleeding. It's it's. It's vicious. Remind me to steal that from you. Yeah, I've got it here. You can borrow it right here. Um, I think that's going to happen. And then also, I really hope that Carl gets his eye shot out because that happened. And that I think is even more iconic than the Glenn one because the scene where he's got and the way it's drawn is just half of his face is blown off and he's just looking there going, Dad, Dad. Oh, no. Dude, it's so good. (laughs) Oh, no. Because. Carl and Negan's interaction in the comic, I feel like they need that in the show because I think it'll give people a new respect for Carl. So I hope that happens. So I know we're running out of time here. We've been going for ages. Yes. Um, Is there any other, because I haven't read the comics yet, is there any other iconic moments that the show has captured? Because I know... I mean, obviously, they don't stick closely to it right. all the time. Right, 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 right. So. Um, they, they have a couple things that happened w- in the comic that they've done differently in the show that I think have captured some things. Like uh, Herschel dying in the comic, um, the governor kills him in the comic, but he's like, just kill me because he watched his daughters. Both his daughters get killed. So oh. he's like, go ahead and kill me. That's fine. And uh, Michonne getting So intro- Maggie dies. Uh, yeah. A lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then Michonne in the in the comic, um, when she gets introduced, I think they did a good job of introducing that as well in the show cool. with her walking up to the gate and like, well, you can't bring those walkers in here. Shink, shink. <laughs> she does the same thing. That's it's awesome. just badass. So 
Um, the comic is very different, and but I think it's really been a good basis for the show, and they've built some ideas off that and made it their own, yeah. which I think has been good for the show because and, it doesn't want to be a retread of the right. comic. And it's like you and Josh were saying with the original uh, recap of uh, the other four episodes, yeah, is that you know the comic with y'all's opinion being far superior, yeah, the show being good on its own right yes you know just being its own entity almost yeah and i'm gonna retract that statement i don't think it's far superior i think it's different and it depends on the medium that you prefer being such a big comics fan right right. uh, i love the walking dead comic but i love the show too and which i I think would appeal to a lot of the nth cast audience is that like comics okay that's we're all nerds here we all read different comics but uh you know so and I think that that appeals to a lot of people. Yeah, and I started with the comics, so I have a different... It's cool. A lot of people haven't didn't read the comics until after they watched the show. Yeah. And we're different in that we started reading the comics I'm, before the show. I'm excited to be on more of these episodes to talk about like where I stand now. Yeah. You know, with, with after reading the comics, I think it'll be a good change-up. So, yeah. yeah. So, we went a long time. Yeah, we've um, been here. So, you may not have time this week to listen to our other shows, but there are some other shows... You should check out in the meantime, right? I mean, should I tell y'all how I listen? To, I think, okay, I'm going to tell y'all how I listen Let's to shows. It. Let's hear it. I have a long drive to work, around an hour. Nice. Dude, I can knock out some podcasts yeah, in that dude. time. And if, and if my commute is a little shorter, maybe 35 minutes, 45 minutes, that's fine. I just put that bitch on pause and I listen to it on the drive home. That's right. Or on your lunch break. Yeah, I mean... I always find time for podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Love it. So uh, Fear the Nthcast is a member of the Nthcast Network. So our flagship show is called the Nthcast. Yeah. And uh, we say we talk about movies, comics, TV. Mostly right now we're talking about movies and TV. We're talking about movies once a week. And then Jessica Jones is a TV show that we're currently yep. covering. Yep, yep. So that's on Netflix. It's a you good should, show. You should check that out. Nthcast on iTunes. Just search it. One word. N-T-H-C-A-S-T. Um, and then we do another show. If you're a fan of anime, and if you listen to anything on the Nthcast, you're probably a fan of anime. Um, and and British people who don't sound British. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, there's a show called Dragon Ballers, and we're currently watching through Dragon Ball Super, which isn't in America yet, so you're kind of getting a sneak peek. Fucking nerds. That's right. We, we, we all know Japanese. <laughs> so... Um, but uh, Konichiwa, Kone- motherfucker. That's right. See, that's on <laughs> iTunes, but if you want to, uh, nthcast.com slash dbz, um, you could go right there and subscribe. It'll take you, that's the link you could go and it'll take you right to our iTunes page to yep. subscribe. And then there's another show that we do. Uh, it's a clean show, which oh, yeah. uh, is fucking rare. <laughs> Unlike this. <laughs> Unlike this shit. Um, once Upon a Time is a great family-friendly show. Uh, the kids love it. Um, a lot of families watch it together. So Josh and Steph do that together, and they watch. And I think we review. should point out how rare that is, that there's podcast networks that would also put out podcasts that are clean, cool for the whole family. Yeah, yeah I just think that's it is. Awesome. So that So they're going through the current season, and that's about to – the season's about to restart. They were on their mid-season right. break yep. as well. So that's been interesting. They went to Camelot this year, and so King Arthur, Shit. and they're about to go to Hades, which is cool. So just, I mean, it's <laughs> it's so great. So I make it a point to listen to all the podcasts, and whenever I listen to Dragon Ballers, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> but I'm just like, whatever. Like, let me we appreciate listen. it. Yeah, let me listen to these two <laughs> fuckers trying to explain some Japanese show I care nothing about. <laughs> 
And then same thing with Once Upon It. I tried watching a couple episodes of the show and I yeah. just couldn't get into it. I just like the banter. Yes. Good, solid banter. Right. Josh and Steph interact and Steph, very well together because they're married and, you know, he doesn't deserve her. Right. We said that when we recorded the last time. Yeah. I, I just want to read. You mean it. I want to repeat it just so that he knows. She makes a mean motherfucking pancake. Yeah. Oh my God. I've never, she pan. An actual cake pan of cake. In a pan. <laughs> yeah. Blew my damn mind. I know. And she does chocolate chip ones or don't bacon tell me ones. All that. I don't need to know all that. Oh, I'll be over at that house tonight. The chocolate chip. In a day's time, I'll I, be there. I know. <laughs> chocolate chip with uh, whipped cream. Oh, my oh, God. Canned so... whipped cream. But check out that show, Once Upon it. a Time. And then you can hit us up on Twitter. Our main Inthcast sh- uh, Twitter page is at Inthcast. Pretty easy. My personal Twitter is at Inthcast Metal. That's M E T A L. What's yours? Uh, yeah, my Twitter's at VRT Jason. It stands for Vanilla Rice TV. Um, yeah, so I'm about to start doing some streams of some Rocket League. Sweet. I finally have gotten to a rank where I'm a tiny respectable, so sure. I feel like I can I can start now. But also, I think it's fair to mention that uh, we're going to be working on some stuff in the future involving more games. We are. There may be an Inthcast uh, podcast about games coming up. Slash YouTube channel. Yes. Oh, there's going to be a whole YouTube channel about us talking about games and other yeah. shit. So get ready to see our faces instead of just Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And then if you want to send an email to me to tell me how much I'm wrong about um, Herschel, that's fine. Or how pissed you are about how long this fucking episode is. Right, we're about to wrap it up. Don't worry. <laughs> it's uh, My, my uh, email is jd at inthcast.com. So we appreciate y'all listening, appreciate y'all being patient and waiting for this. And don't worry, we will be more consistent and on top of the ball with uh, Walking Dead this season because Fear the Walking Dead is right after Walking Dead, so we got to yeah. be caught up. Share this around on Twitter and yeah. and on your Facebooks and whatever. Uh, I have whole rants against Facebook, but yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's a good right. tool. So. And then like, comment, rate, subscribe, all, yeah, that, all that bullshit. So we're going to end this the way we end our normal end cast. So, bear with us. But if you're going to be afraid <laughs> of anything, you should be afraid of it to the nth degree.